Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Shout out to HBO Max for having some banger B-movies. Y'all ever seen Sinbad of the Seven Seas starring Lou Ferrigno? Absolutely. It's amazing. It seems like you're joking. No! I thought you meant the actual B-movie. The white one? The actual B-movie. You know, where Jerry Seinfeld is a B, and he wants to fuck an actual person? I've heard really good things about the B-movie, but you're talking about the animated movie, right? Sinbad? No, Sinbad of the Seven Seas, live action, starring Lou Ferrigno. All right, maybe I haven't seen that. Let me look. 1990. It came out when we were kids. It's a great bad movie. I highly recommend it. Although there was a sci-fi series about Sinbad. I think it didn't make it very far, though. Face Babcock. It's my motherfucking birthday. Hell yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) And Alex Finn. I had a cat close encounter, but contrary to what Twitter told me, I did not get to keep the cat. It was no, not my cat. Twitter, you lied. Max agrees. What's the Jellicle name of the cat? Do you know? Oh, I do not. <laughs> I'm sure it would be amazing just how pretty this cat was. Like, holy shit. The only way it could have been sexier mm-hmm. is if it had blue eyes. Fuck yeah. Some sexy cats around here. Fuck yeah. They chrome sexy so. in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> so, who remembers what happened last time? I think it's only appropriate that I pick on Samson for this one. Oh, okay. Because a lot of it involved Dylan. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Can't wait to find out what happened. <laughs> I right. have vague memories. I think I drank too much for once. Yeah. Well, all right. So what happened was we got back to the inn and talked to Vlad after dealing with Hey You and kind of killing him, but rewriting that. Uh, we found out that the ruins that we're going to are a week to the south, kind of in the mountains. Dilly also started to notice, partially like through like the shared vision of the automaton, that everybody around him has like a designated like threat assessment. And at the moment, uh, Nix is at sixty five percent, and Chacha has a whopping question mark question mark. So that'll be fun to deal with later. After talking to Vlad, we went to the room, and Dilly explained the automaton situation, but then got knocked down. Just forgot the whole conversation, but. Nix and Chacha know what's up. While Dilly was passed the fuck out, Race came into the room, and Nix kind of uh, talked him through some stuff a little bit. And then, maybe this was just the wording used, chasing after a rumored delve. Is that delve as in a person, or delve as in, like, a ruin? A ruin. Okay. Delve in the Elder Scrolls Online sense. I don't know what that means, but thank you. Someone out there will know what that means. (laughs) Yeah, so then after, I guess we had like a long rest. Was Dilly just out the whole night? I think, yeah. All right, then after that, Dilly woke up, got the, was explained that, hey, you explained this. So, but then he passed out. So then Dilly, I think, if I remember, I didn't write it down, but I think the automaton made a threat to like, to Dilly, but like threatening like Nyx or Cha-Cha. And then Dilly was like, nah, fuck this. And so I went to confront the automaton and this weird abstract headspace that he has encountered the automaton a few times now. Mm-hmm. Successfully entered that space, named the automaton Aster, and is now trying to, I guess, reprogram it? Maybe that was a note for me, so I didn't forget. But last session, we left off with a cryptic hour directive, the automaton mm-hmm. stated. Oh, also, Dilly leveled up and I dropped 12 XP points. Which was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, where we're at. So yeah, the automaton had motioned, you know, kind of taking in sort of Nixon chat says, like, I have our directive. And then Dilly's right arm began to itch. In the real world or in headspace? In the real world. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Arm began to itch. Gotcha, I think you need to get a robot arm. Or a robot something. Ooh. That'd be cool. She could have robot. No, we need her eyes. Yeah, it's pronounced robot. She could get robot hands to do the surgery better. Ooh, robot core to like <laughs> <laughs> just, just lobster claws. Those my uh, Edward scissor hands. Okay. Or it's the double spot. Like whatever you want to say. I don't know. Edward scissor hands has more than two fingers. Well, I He's can't whole... make. 
I can't have real like scissor this? hands. I don't, I don't know what you want. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> We've reached the limits of my coordination. Got to move your fingers independently. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then you ruined my whole visual gag, which is fine. <laughs> that our listeners will be able to <laughs> I guess Dilly in the headspace that we're in is going to respond with, wait, what's, what do you mean our directive? What directive? I thought you were trying to kill me. I thought that was your whole thing. That's correct. That is my current task. Is that not the directive you're referring to then? This pause stretches for quite a while. And Astor says, the directive, our relationship is complicated. Can you plainly state what is your directive? Not the task to kill me. I got that part. That was easy, but the directive. It is simply to, and then you just hear static in your head. And then the static goes away. Okay. Dilly pauses for a second with newfound confidence says, Say that one more time. And I would like to use my new tier three write ability device insight. Okay. To, I try to filter out the noise and try, really try to hear what the automaton is saying or trying to communicate at least. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so describe that power to me to say. When examining any Numenera device, you can ask the GM one question about the device to gain an idea of its capabilities or functions, how it can be activated or deactivated, what its weakness is, how it can be repaired, or any other similar query. Uh, so kind of stretching what the ability does as stated in the rule book but it also says this ability is for difficult or strange things beyond those readily identified by understanding Numenera and also you can make me roll for it because you can with that in mind I'm trying to use this ability I guess on Aster himself with the goal of understanding what he is saying I would say then with your ability there you can tell that Aster is legitimately trying to state the objective but your brain can't process it for some reason okay so it's not it's not a lie it's not a deliberate obfuscation like this static is not coming from aster all right let's try this another way what physically needs to happen or rather what are the actions you need to take to complete your directive well first i need to complete my task right okay and then i need to make sure that I can avoid having to go back to the one you call Minos so that I can return to the source. You don't see yourself as being owned by Minos, do you? No. Okay. Well, at least we have that in common. Aster, I would like to apologize. I, I think I came in a little too hot and heavy. I think I want to help. I think. The problem is you want to Help me kill you? Well, uh, no. Unless Chacha can pull... Well, that's... She can pull many things out of a hat, but it's not always a rabbit. I want to help you complete your task. But I think it would be helpful for both of us if I changed that task to something that would not kill me. Because if you kill me, then you, I think at the... With, what's, with where we're at right now, you're going to kill yourself, since you are within my brain? Yes, that is the dilemma I'm working on solving right now. Right, so with your permission, I would like to try to change your task into something that you can complete. Or rather, a task that you can complete that would allow you to then complete your directive. But I'm going to need your trust that I have not at all earned... I acknowledge that, but there's a chance. Doing something like that would require giving you access to rearrange my mind. Yes. No deal, Father. You're right, you haven't earned my trust yet. Shit. All right. After all, I still have other avenues to pursue. Uh, what? <laughs> you do? Like what? You've seen the first trials. The arm? Are you doing that? When your friend changed you, it opened my eyes to a possibility I hadn't considered. I watched what she did and saw a possibility 
that it's better than just waiting around for another chance. I wish I could say that I didn't think it was going to be painful, but I can't promise that. You saw her change me, right? Yes. You saw her become, make, like, make me something that more, more? Yeah, more. Slightly more than I was before. What can I do for you to let me do the same for you? This conversation is over, Father. Oh, fuck you. It's far from over. (laughs) If anything, this is going on pause. Whatever. As you say. And you get the sense of, like, even in the space of, like, a shoulder being turned to you. And in fact, the automaton is a little bit of a dick. The automaton in this mental landscape, as he turns, he takes on the form of Master Aestis, turning his back on you before he fades out. Got that pettiness for me. I just know it. (laughs) And I guess Dilly (laughs) slowly uh, comes back to the real world. Okay. So what are Nyx and Cha-Cha doing during this time? From your perspective, it's only going to be a couple of minutes. It should be less than the time than even what that conversation was. Dilly's just been like sitting and his eyes closed, I presume. Yes. Meditating. And this is right after the conversation where Chasha Nix explained to Dilly what was going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's bedtime, kind of. Morning, because. Yeah, we will. morning. Okay. Because yeah. we're getting ready to leave. Yeah. And Ray said, talk to you in the middle of the night and all that. That's right. So, yeah, Nix will. Nix is uh, packing up, getting ready to go. Like, with kind of an attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you can't go to the traveler's camp. Right. The commune, if you will. Mm. (laughs) I won't. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, you get packed up. What's Cha-Cha doing? I think Cha-Cha's kind of guarding the door. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Dilly, you come too. Nix has got basically everything packed up. Dilly, heavy sighs, like, shit, fuck, fuck, and picks himself up, and then... Your right arm is still itching, by the way. God! Hey, Cha-Cha. Yeah? Cha-Cha, and or Nix, uh, did you, either of you happen to pick up a all-natural anti-itch cream or something along the way, or how to make one? I mean, you just, like, stick your hand in the toilet. What's a toilet? You know the monster that lives in the room? Uh, what? Yeah, you just stick your hand in there. Roll it around a little bit. Bam, good. Natural enzymes help break down those, you know, chemical reactions. I thought those enzymes were more powerful than that, but I'll trust you on this. I mean, like, you have to know when to take it out. It's like when you're, like, (laughs) toasting a piece of bread. There's the fine, fine line between toast and, oh, no, it's on fire. That line's not as fine for some people as it is for others, but I, I, get, I get your meaning. Listen. Um, oh, by the way, and Dilly um, gives a brief summary of the conversation between himself and the automaton. And also, by the way, his name is Aster. I am trying to earn his trust because maybe he, maybe he could be an ally or something. So I'm... So please refer to him such. His pronouns are he, he, him. Well, did you ask Aster, like, when he was watching me change you? Could he help direct the changes? And then we could make him his own body with modifications he would appreciate more? I did not. That's an interesting point. You gotta work on your negotiating skills, Dilly. Well, the thing is, I didn't want to change the body yet. The first step was to change the task. That required him to kill me. That was the one I wanted to change. I will absolutely give him a beautiful fucking body. As many arms as he wants. Laser vision. If he wants it. Noted. (laughs) He has noted this conversation. Also, yeah, by the way, he's always listening, so keep that in mind. I mean, the horrors are always listening, so... I always say whatever I feel that I wouldn't mind everyone hearing. Because truly, everyone hears everything. Good to know. Do the horrors want to kill you, though? Eh, 50-50. Yeah, right, that's fair. So are we, uh, heading out? Next, are you okay? You seem a little, uh, sassy. <laughs> I mean, like, our fucking supervisor isn't even letting me, like, take a break for, like, a couple weeks. Like, it's, I don't know, man. As we have to go to this delve? It would have been a contractor. We had, like, a two-week vacation on the way here. 
I mean, apart from the fucking beetle guy, but we had time to chill-ish. I mean, a break to go do what I want, Dilly. Like, go to the proving ground and, you know, figure out what's going on with the society. Because, like, I think there's something weird happening. Well, I agree, but we haven't accrued PTO yet. So let's just do this delve. And then if we do it well, and not just well, but like by Vlad's impossible standards, then maybe we'll get some time off to go check out the uh, the proving grounds. Uh, also, I don't I don't know if this is going to conflict between Traveler Society and like Guardians, but like maybe if you bring up the plates, that might pique the Guardians' interest, and then we can like use that as an excuse to like go see what you need to find out about the Travelers. Now, I don't think that's a conflict, Dilly. Like live, you know, your own journey and all that. I don't know. I don't know that the travelers would have an issue, but I think Pathfinder Jen might like have an issue maybe, but like, fuck her. I don't know. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm kind of grouchy. You guys, like, I'm not used to this, like having to do stuff when I don't want to do it. I don't know. Are you guys like, I feel that, but how have you gotten through life? Not coming to terms with that. I just do what I want, Dilly. Like, I don't, you know, like just, walk or like explore like all the time you do what you want all the time no sometimes i do like what's good for the group but because i want to you know i don't really want to do anything for vlad dilly he's kind of a dick i mean we could just kill him and well i don't know about no you know like we can hate him or like really dislike him but i don't like killing him Mm. what's one step below killing like on the escalation ladder. We're not going to maim either um Chacha or like okay, step down from that. Psychologically anything. What if we did such a good job that we made him feel useless? Huh? Huh? Reverse psychology him? I feel like that's up there with like maiming him. <laughs> Chacha, what have you done? No, Dilly, I think maybe you're on to something like this is like training, right? Or whatever. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Or is this our orientation? I guess like so maybe if we do really good, then we can end early. Oh, yeah. But like, I also don't care what Vlad thinks. I like I don't want any of you to think that I do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fair. You don't have to like it. Just. It's just so weird. You never encountered, like, a teacher or anybody? Like, you went to college, right? Yeah, yeah. Never encountered your teacher that, like, made you do stuff? No assignments that you never didn't, that you just didn't want to do? Nothing? Oh, well, I wanted to do college, Dilly, and, like, my tutor really helped me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, get my homework done. Okay. (laughs) You've told so many stories about your travels. What do you mean when you say help? Helped you? my tutor helped me like we would go to like the library or like whatever and they would help me with my homework like we would have to like write papers and like read a lot of books also sometimes they would like sit in the class for me sometimes you know oh boy (laughs) there it is that's what i was curious about yeah no they were like super helpful is this a normal college experience dilly i i never went to college i went to um what's the word are you looking for trade school? Trade school. I went to trade. Thank you. I went to trade school. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think it is pretty normal, Chacha, because like a lot of my friends had like tutors also. Mm, I didn't go to school. It's really fun. Like if especially if you get like an interesting class, you can like learn a lot. No, like it's really cool. Maybe we should go to school next. <laughs> I'd go back to school. Yeah, it was a great time. Could you do it without a tutor? I think it would be really hard without a tutor, Dilly. Like, I do not recommend school without a tutor. Oh, boy. All right. There's a knock at the door. Oh, thank God. (laughs) And you hear Vlad's voice saying, are you guys ready to head out? Guys ready to go? (laughs) (laughs) Nick's gives Dilly, like, just like a disgusted look. Hey, do it for Mama J, all right? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Don't disappoint Mama J. Do it for my sweet, sweet payment that we're going to (laughs) split. (laughs) <laughs> and we're going to milk him for all the money we can get. That's right. We're using Vlad. We are not learning from him. We're using him to prove that we are good at this already. And to get money. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that, that's where. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Right. right. Okay. Cool. Nix opens the All door. Right. <laughs> I would like to offer Samson the next. Page. Oh. Fuck. Nix closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I have Do to I? take Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, who do you give the other one to? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give it to Nyx because I'm I, I'm guessing what this is gonna be. From outside the door, Vlad says, "You know, there's nothing wrong with my hearing." Say it to my face. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna die! He's he's just gonna kill us. He's gonna kill us right here. We're just gonna be fucking. Like I said before, when you were probably rudely eavesdropping, I only say things I want everyone to hear. The door opens. <laughs> And Vlad is there and says, I've only been listening since I knocked on the door. But Dilly, hey, that's very interesting. Anyway, we should get going. Yep, we're ready. And Dilly, like, shoots a look at Nick's, just like, behave. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. My, what did he overhear? <laughs> oh, just the. Dilly, what Dilly was. Yeah, that we're going to milk him for all he's worth. Oh, he heard from that point. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I assume you guys are going with. Uh, yeah. I think Chacha shoots like you're not my manager. He is like our manager or supervisor. Hey, Vlad, do you have hiring and firing powers, or like, are you just sort of stuck with us? I don't have unilateral decision. No, anything like that goes to the proctors. Supervisor Chacha, he's the supervisor. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're not my supervisor. No. Cha-cha, he no, is. Oh, he's not. not. No. You guys are my supervisors. No, you're you're an independent contractor. Oh. You're, the people contracting you are responsible for your actions. Yeah. Nix and Dilly. They're my supervisors. Right. They'll be held accountable for whatever you're doing. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. They'll survive. So does that mean that you're, like, accountable for what we do? To a lesser extent. I'm supervising you, but you're new. The difference is, is that Cha-Cha is here by your contracting alone. Hey, Mama J also contracted me, so technically false. We should get going before it gets much later in the morning. We have a long hike ahead of us. We've, we're going to be having several days to the south. And trust me, you do not want to be hiking through the riage in the dark. Well, maybe maybe Dilly would be fine with it at this point, but <laughs> Dilly Feroz is probably like, what is he talking about? My illusions can't do anything. Can't, Dilly can <laughs> see in the dark, yeah? No, yeah. Yeah. Just Dilly Dilly's, probably forgot. Dilly's not used to that oh, yet. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nick blows by Vlad and heads out. Races in the hallway and kind of looks at you with a miserable look in his eyes and coughs into his hand as you pass by. Is he sick? Should we just leave him? No, I'm I'm fine. You say that, but you're coughing, and if it's contagious, I would rather not catch it. I've had this cough since before I got here, and you need me to get to the ruin openings. I'm the one that found them. I think Chacha's looking at him like as if that makes it any better. Like, you've had this cough for how long? Are you not concerned? Chacha, it's okay. It's fine. It'll be fine. Mm. Dilly pushes Chacha like, down the hall like, come on, let's get going before something dies. Do we have um, illusions up? Just saying. Disguises? Oh, yeah. Gotten better at asking. Everyone is disguised, leaving the room. Thank you. Okay. Nick's not too far ahead. Fairness once. Those disguises fall into place, and Blot smiles a bit at Dilly, begins walking out and leading you guys to out of town, trails of the south. As you guys are heading out of town, one of the things you notice is that there is a smallish informal but not not like a presentation just a informal thing where there seems to be like a couple of the teenagers talking to hey you in the distance uh hang on i need a minute blob pauses and says okay and nix trots over there you head over uh do you want privacy nix just real quick oh no i'm just gonna tell him that i can't go with him billy like it's not a it's gonna take a second just make sure you don't leave eyesight. Okay. So as you get closer, hey, you is talking to the teenager. You overhear like a snippet of the conversation saying like, cool. So we'll, we'll get started heading out like tomorrow morning. 
And, uh, you know, it'll take a couple of weeks, but, you know, we'll be there in no time and we can get your, your training started. Hey. And then he kind of looks up and sees you running over. He probably recognizes the disguise from before. He's like, hey. Um, and he turns to the kids like, so tell you what, um, why don't you go pack your stuff? I know you already talked to your parents and didn't go well. So like, you know, just pack your stuff, but kind of like try to hide the bag a little bit so they don't get freaked. And like I said, we'll head out tomorrow morning. And the kids nod and one of the younger uh, teenage boys like gives hey you a big hug and says i'm so excited and they run back to the town which was like so nix still take me a while to get used to this whole like disguise thing but it's pretty badass yeah isn't it pretty cool nah hey listen uh my journey's taking me somewhere else actually you know that job so i'm not gonna be heading back with you uh this time but uh you know i'm gonna get over there when I can, and if you're there, hey. Ooh, cool. Well, where are you headed? South of here to, like, some uh, some ruin that we're just checking out, you know. Oh, cool. Very cool. Well, like I said, like, if you have any journals you want me to take back to the library, let me know. Yeah, mine's not full yet, but, like, I am working on it. Yep, I, I am working on it, so. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you told me that. Okay, well, you know, cool. Everybody's journey is different, so I guess I'll see you when I see you. Safe travels. Yeah, safe travels. And then Nick starts to execute their handshake. Yeah, their full-on, you know, bro shake with the chest bump and everything. <laughs> and Nick trots back. Well, it's easy to trot back and says, another traveler, huh? Yeah. Good guy. I like him a lot. Yeah. Does he know who you really are? Yeah. All right. There are choices made. Hope you know what you're doing. And he just starts walking down the path. <laughs> Hey, Nix, you should probably keep your other secret about that guy kind of secret. Yeah. Okay, good. So you guys begin hiking. The first couple of days, the hiking is hard. It is not pleasant. Dilly, this sucks a lot. <laughs> like, Cha-Cha and Nix, it's not great. Like, this is not a great hike for you guys. Like, Hey, Cha-Cha is trained in climbing. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm not saying you guys can't do it. Like, you guys can both handle it just fine. But it is like you guys would categorically describe it as like, this is a shitty trek. This involves like some going over some totally unprepared paths, like, you know, climbing across rocks. Like it's it's uncomfortable. You probably have a few times where you guys have had to like really help Dilly across a crossing where there isn't like any rock to walk over where you literally have to just like cling to the side and, and go along. Oh, God, look at this. I have... A blister within a blister within a blister. What is this? What is this hell? The only thing that kind of is different is that Race has an even harder time with it than the rest of you. Like, he is whimpering when he crosses these gaps. <clears throat> and presumably he found this so, like, he had to do this on his own the first time. And he's he's really, you know, not feeling good. He's, like, he's kind of huddled into himself on the road as you guys are traveling. How did this guy discover this thing? Like, this is, like, I'm not trying to be what people are telling me is rude, but, like, this seems very questionable. Are you sure this isn't a death trap? Oh, I bet it is a death trap. I, I mean, I knew the rumors, but when I, I came out this way looking for it, and I, you know, it took a little while. I had to figure out how to get past. It was, it was tricky, but, you know, I found it, and then I came back to report in. He turns to Nix and Dylan says, that's what we do, right? Whatever we have to. Oh, I guess. Is this where we install kill switches on ourselves? What? No. Like, if this is going to go down, it needs to go down all the way. God, I hope not. And then he turns to Vlad like, there aren't kill switches, are there? And Vlad like shakes his head like, no, no, there's not kill switches. And he pauses, he's like, well, well, no, not really, kill switches. <laughs> uh, hold on, what was that pause? What was that? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Dylan. I... And he begins walking to the path. It's going to be better, or it's going to be better than his expectations. Fuck my hand hurts. Guys, there are totally kill switches, right? Like, you guys picked that up? I mean, yeah, there's gotta be. <laughs> I think it's worse. I don't... Th I don't think they kill. I think it's worse. Unkill switches? 
switches that keep you alive. Yeah. Or something. Zombie switches. As opposed to zombie doms or tops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. Yes, I wish I could have found you. Oh, God, I need more water. <laughs> you broke Alex. You know, I don't think it is a sexual dilly. It's probably, like, mechanical. Well, not that they are mutually exclusive. <laughs> It's like you guys are trying to break Alex in real time. <laughs> Oops. So you guys are moving along and, you know, the, the mountains are chill at this height where you're at. Like, it's not like snow-capped area. You're not that high in the mountains, but it's definitely colder up here. But even in the cold, you guys, like, pick up, like, a pretty disgusting, like, fetid smell. What? Is, is that? Are there, like, bogs? Up here in the mountains? Not not that I know of. <laughs> I I here, let me help you. Alright, is was this here when you last checked this area? Um <laughs> it, it's hard to tell. I'm I tend to be kind of stuffed up, but I remember it didn't smell great through here. Okay. Asha runs a healing check on this guy? Cause I am concerned. Okay. Okay, so that would be a fifteen. With your skill, it'll be a 12. It's intellect, and I'm going to use a level of effort. Okay, so that brings it down to 9. Oh, math. Okay, I got it. 18. You're definitely getting the vibe of some sort of long-term illness that this guy is dealing with based off of what he's saying. Like, you're not exactly sure how severe it is without, like, inquiring more about symptoms, but this seems to be a chronic thing, and... If, in fact, it matches up with the timeline of him having it long before he got there, it strikes you that this is definitely some sort of illness. It is probably long-term. And, you know, if you're thinking about healing terms, like, he doesn't look particularly vital in this respect. He's either always been this sickly, or he is in a very severely weakened state. But the one thing I would say, Cha-Cha, that you would be able to also put together from this and the earlier observations about him is that He's probably in worse shape than he's letting on. He's very consciously, like, bravely putting on a, as tough a face as he can oh, man. to do his duty. Is there, like, anything Chacha could do to, like, alleviate how he feels? Because I think Chacha, like, relates to him on that level. I think Chacha could probably, with your role... I think given the nature of, like, what Cha-Cha's knowledge of healing is, I think you could probably recommend some herbs. Like, they might even be herbs, we could say, that are in your pouch that you could kind of fashion together, like, that would essentially, like, work like a lozenge for him if he just, like, puts them between his teeth and his gum and just kind of keeps sucking on them. I think Cha-Cha does that. Like, she, like, goes into her backpack, fills around a bit, and, like, pull, like smashes things together in a ball in her hand and kind of just tries to hand it to him it's like just like put this in your mouth and the coughing's gonna get better oh all right and so he puts it in his mouth and kind of sucks on it's like well yeah that's actually kind of soothing i mean the inside of my mouth feels a little numb but like not in a bad way yeah it's like a it's like a combination of herbs i can i'll tell you how to find them when we get back but like remember to sleep more yeah and that makes total sense, Chacha, because those herbs probably don't grow at this elevation. Mm-hmm. Race, have you, you made this journey by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you always been by yourself? No, not always. It was just Blood had to wait in town for you, and we couldn't afford to not find this. Okay. I just volunteered to go and. Okay. But even before that, you always had at least Vlad? Vlad is someone I met after I. Join the Guardians. I had I had friends before, but they didn't. Um, we had our our first mission, and it was it was difficult. And only I came out. Ah, so they told me to come up here and meet up with Vlad instead. So, like, have you been to one of the fortresses? Then, like, did you get like the formal training, or are you still in training like us? Or like, what's up? He kind of looks at Chacha nervously, like. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. I mean, okay. Did you do formal training or are you doing on the job? 
he pauses for a second. He's like clearly trying to parse his response to make sure he doesn't give anything away that he shouldn't. And he says, yeah, I got formal training. It was good. It was, it was an exciting time. I got to, I got to meet some proctors and some of the guides and some of the archivists and got to learn a little bit about the, the, you know, financial stuff. And you hear Vlad like mutter up ahead, shin eaters. And continue to walk. <laughs> so like, are, are the proctors kind of chill? Hey, Dilly, can you do that thing? Like, if Chacha's cool with it? Um, I'd rather not do that on the side of a mountain. To Chacha, that seems dangerous. Yeah, this might be a better conversation once we camp for the night. Yeah. Because then we can put the bubble around her, but she can still move. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to give her a ride, but like, that's fine too. Yeah, like, it's part of my contract. One third of the journey, I get a piggyback ride. Yeah, it's in our contract, you know? That's a pretty good deal. Do you want a piggyback ride race? Like, you kind of seem like you could use one. It's a pretty smooth journey. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty tall. <laughs> now, Nix, you look at him, and he is tall, but he is, like, frail thin. Like, he is thinner than a piece of Ikea plywood. Dang. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ikea, you've been served. Nix, like, straightens when he says I'm pretty tall and then, like, fully extends her <laughs> her mechanical leg to get the, because it's longer than the other one, to get those extra couple inches or whatever it is. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a try. Okay, so Nix, give me, since we're hiking here, your climbing will help you, because we'll extend climbing to hiking. That's Heck fine. yeah, thanks, Daniel. And I'm going to give you an asset, because you've got your synth leg which does a lot of compensation for you automatically. So this is just going to be a three might roll um, before effort. I'm going to use my free level of my effort to make it a gimme. Okay, you're able to lift him, no problem, and give him a piggyback ride. The downside is that you do have to hear him sucking out those herbs the entire time. Like, <laughs> Pretty big downside. Ninth roll ASMR. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Vlad is just like... This place smells terrible. <laughs> no one says anything. Nobody <laughs> replies to Vlad. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, yeah. Internally, Dilly's like, yeah, of course. It fucking, it smelled bad for like 15 minutes, dude. Race, do you know where the smell's coming from? And Race shakes his head and says, no, I don't. Tried to kind of just stay on task when I was coming through the first time. How much farther do you think it is? Oh, it's at least a few more days. Oh, God. Does it pretty much stay like this, Brace? And there is an involuntary... Nobody else would probably hear it, but Nyx can, because Race is on her back. There's a little whimper from Race, and he says, No, it, it gets a little worse. I think Chacha's going to go through her bag and try and make, like, Vic's Vapor Rub to rub underneath her nose. <laughs> okay. I think with your herbs, you definitely would be able to do that. That's Don't even need to roll Sweet. for it. Guess he's not getting some. High five. <laughs> <laughs> you head along this path, and you get to a spot where races. This was an okay place to camp before. There's a little bit of a rock outcropping where we can, you know, unroll bed rolls and things like that. We probably want to camp here because there's not really a good breaking point for another day. Unless we all want to be just kind of laying on a ledge. Then ledge that's about as wide as we are. Could we, like, put our sleeping bags on a rope and dangle ourselves from the ledge? Because that's really good for your back. You could try anything. I am absolutely not doing that. That sounds awful. No way. All right. Glad says, I'll take first watch. I'll take the second. Yeah, so Vlad takes first watch. And, you know, after... You know, his watch, he wakes up Nyx. Okay, it's your turn. Nothing so far. Quiet out here, though. Really quiet. Hey, I got it. You go on watch. Give me a perception roll. 27. Why? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 27? How many levels of effort is that? More than we have. 27 would be... Three levels of effort, I think. It would take three levels to get you down to 80. I would like to spend three levels of intelligence effort 
You get it all back on the long rest. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Nick's ain't getting a long rest. She's got the second watch. <laughs> uh, so three plus two plus two is seven. So that leaves Nick with five whole intelligence points. Mm-hmm. Do I have anything that could help me? If this was right after Nyx took watch, like within the first 10 minutes, I would say that she could use confident outlook because I would say she would be paying very close attention, um, especially right at the beginning. Okay. But if it was like middle of the night, that wouldn't be like, that would be kind of meta. No, I think it's legit. All right. So that's a 15 and that is as good as we can do. Yes. Mm -hmm. 10. Okay. Yeah. You don't really notice anything. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so you're watching. Nothing seems to be happening. And everything seems to be totally doing well. And then Samson, even Rod. Odd. Okay. Stace will die. Tell me if you get even Rod. Even? Boy. Oh, why? You get stabbed in the neck. Samson. Dilly is woken up as he's being dragged away. No! <laughs> You're being dragged away from the camp. You are partway out of the camp um, being dragged when you wake up from this movement. Chacha, no, I don't want to go. And you can see that you are being dragged. Ah! Yes, you are being dragged by some sort of huge quadruped. It's probably a thousand pounds. Oh, shit. And deep gray in color from its fur. And its face that's grabbing you is like the maw is kind of circular with these motive teeth in it. But then there are five like star shaped, like a, it's like a star of stalks with gray eyes on each of these five stalks coming out from around the mouth as it's dragging you away from the camp. Uh, <laughs> Dilly screams. And a panic Dilly will like start just making like bright lights flash, like with his illusion, just like trying to blind and do something. Okay, cool. So you'll get to do that. Everybody will now roll initiative. Damn it. 17 for Dilly. 18 wow. for Max. I'm going to probably fuck it up and be like, I'm going to rock. I got a rock. I got an eight. Oh. Hell yeah. Or did you get infinity? Okay. Oh, infinity. It's always Chacha's turn. Yes. Okay, so this creature tries to shift its position to, like, bite. Well, actually, since it's been dragging Dilly, it tries to claw at Dilly with its hand. And Dilly, this will be a 21B defense. Oh, fuck. All right. I'll put a level of efforts into that just to make it possible. Um, what is that? now? Oh, 16. Okay, so... You will take seven bite damage. And I need you to make an intellect defense of 21. Oh, Oh, I can do that. That one's easy. Seven from there. Three level of efforts. I will put in... You said it was 21, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Put in two more after that. Okay. That brings it down to a 12. Seven. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So what do you have for ciphers? Oh, no. I have the projector, the... Data Sphere Inquirer, and then the uh, temperamental data vault that's been holding the uh, hard light cube for a while. Okay. Evens or odds? <sighs> I'll stick with odds. Okay. Alex, roll a die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Roll one. Just roll one. <laughs> Just roll one real quick. Let's get out of your system. <clears throat> odd. It's a 17. Okay. Your illusion cipher suddenly burns out. Oh, like its eye was depleted. Oh. Hmm. I just removed it. That's basically what happened. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, it's useless now. Excellent. So next up is Nyx. Nyx, do me a favor. Roll me 1d10. What is a d10? <laughs> Weird diamond tutus that never roll quite how you want them to. Mm, two. Okay. So your zoom-in scope on your wrist does not deplete. Oh, shit. What would you like to do with your turn? Nick's okay, so is Dilly being like bitten into or is he like snagged by his clothing? Like what's going on? It's he's snagged by his clothing right now. The damage he took was from its claw coming at him. Okay. And how far is this creature from Nick's at this moment? Creature is a short distance away. Alright, so I'd like to use fleet of foot. 
and Nyx is going to sprint and for her action try to drive her shoulder into the creature's mouth while pulling on Dilly's shirt to try and tear Dilly away. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be, because it's big, its speed defense is only 18. So that's your target. Three levels of effort. Okay. The math hurts. It hurts so much. It's nine. There we go. 19. Extra damage or minor effect? I am intimidated by this creature, so I will take a minor effect. Ooh. Okay, so it's seven damage plus a minor effect. What would you like for your minor effect? I would like... Would dazing the creature giving Nyx and Dilly an opportunity to run away be too much? Like, not that they're for sure going to get to... Or just giving Dilly an opportunity to run away. Yeah, I think you could give Dilly an opportunity to get away if he wants to. Okay. It is now Dilly's turn. Dilly, what would you like to do? Am I still uh, held by this creature? I think it loosened up enough, like, so you're not held. It's your choice whether or not you stay within biting range or if you try to run away. Okay. Then... Before you do that, though, roll me 1d10. What? Right. Four. Okay. Your pew-pew is fine. Yay! Not the pew-pew. <laughs> First thing they would like to do, quick perception check through the darkness with his dark sight. How many of these creatures are there? Oh, okay. I will give you that for a... You're going to have some assets, so we'll make it a 12. All right. Well, I'll take the shot. Uh, free level of effort, lower to a 9. 16. This one appears to be alone. Dope. Then... Dilly is going to start running towards... Back towards the camp, but then call out to Nyx and say, like, Don't worry, these are fake! And then use Major Illusion to, I guess, create some, I'm guessing, like, six-legged, like, fucking tigers or something. Like, I'm imagining fucking Battle Cat from He-Man, but, like, six legs. Mm -hmm. I just have, like, like, two or three of them come over, like, the rock that we're camping under and then, like, seem to, like, start, like, packed animal Mm -hmm. attacking the great creature that's attacking us. Let me ask a question. Do your illusions have scent? Major illusion does. I think. Let me let okay. me double check that real quick. Okay. Which can move, can't leave the area. Includes sound and smell. Yes. Okay, so give me a twelve. Free level of effort. Trained in illusion esoteries. Mm-hmm. So that's a nine. Free level of effort makes it down to a six. Ten. Okay. This thing kind of ducks down in fear for a moment. But it doesn't run away just yet. Okay. Next up is Vlad, who pulls out a what looks to be like a dark gun and shoots it at the creature and hits it. It is now Race's turn. Race tries to onslaught it and misses terribly. Like, so he sends this blast of concussive force that misses it and hits one of the nearby saplings and kind of makes it shake a little bit. And now it is Cha-Cha's turn. Mm. Cha-Cha, please roll 1d20. This is how I die, isn't it? Gun 18. Okay, cool. Your pew pew is fine. So we need to kill this thing fast, huh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and how far? Mm. The short distance away from you. It does appear to be a little bit frightened of Dilly's illusion. Mm. I kind of want to use hedge magic to set off some, like, fireworks. I'm stealing that word from things now. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, for sure. You could do that. Evens or odds. Evens? Samson, roll a die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Odd. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's definitely startled, but it doesn't run away. Yeah. I mean, we just keep startling it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> now it's its turn, and it is going to swing a claw at Nyx. So, Nyx, I need you to make a 21 speed defense roll. So, that'll be a 15. Mm-hmm. Does she have an asset or two because of the distractions Dilly and Chacha have presented it. I'll give you an extra asset because of that. Yes. So that's a 12. Or you spend any effort. Three. <laughs> okay, so you get hit by this claw. And you'll take seven points of might damage. Hell yeah. What do you have for ciphers? I don't think Nyx has any ciphers. Oh, well that's convenient for you. I actually find it kind of inconvenient, Daniel. 
Mm-hmm. So now it is Nyx's turn. She does have the artifact. Yeah, roll 1d10 for that. Three. Wait, which artifact? The wrist telescope. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Now it's your turn. All right, I want to say that when it gets Nyx with its claw, she kind of lets the claw pull her forward toward the creature, and she's going to reach out and she's going to grab, try to grab two of those eye stalks and pull them apart. Ooh. Okay, so this will be a might of 18. Okay, and... Your unarmed attack will work, so that's a 15. Oh, shoot. I feel like I forgot that last time, but it all worked out. Pre-level effort drops it to a 12. Any um, assets from the distractions? I think you already got that from its attack. Okay, yeah, yeah. Down to a 12. Do I want to spend more effort? These pools are looking questionable. No. 15. Okay. So that will be seven damage to it. And at this point, it will shriek and run away. Oh, good. Next up is Dilly, if he wants to pursue it. Uh, no, Dilly will just have the uh, Battle Cat Illusions, like, roar intimidatingly and kind of chase it until they reach Dilly's range and disappear. Okay. Vlad looks over to Dilly and says, that's excellent work. That's really good work. I... I was just trying to make the one. I didn't think there'd be more. Excellent work. You're you're very good. Thanks. Nix, are you okay? Oh, yeah. That was, whew, man. That thing must have been like a thousand pounds, Dilly. Like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quite the alarm clock. Dilly, meanwhile, like has claw marks all down his side. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to take a watch tonight. I'm going to go fall asleep in a Band-Aid or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can even sleep after that, whew. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Dilly, I got you. And Chach is digging through her herbs, trying to stuff them <laughs> to knock him out. Okay, but you have to tell me the name this time, please. I mean, like, that's, it's like a safer arch game. What? I, nope. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. This one's name is Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I don't know if I know the actual names. It's just what I call them. <sighs> All right, what does this one do? This one just, like, helps you sleep, but not, like, in the you-can't-wake-up way. Like, that seems a little bit too dangerous for the current situation. Yes. And what's it called? I just call it, you know, purple. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. I can't... Dilly Vapor rubs it. I guess it drops or what? All right. You, You start getting drowsy and start falling asleep. And you hear a voice in your head as you're falling asleep that just says, Why did you trust them, Father, before you pass out? What do the rest of you guys do? Hey, someone catches Dilly, right? Oh, yeah. Like, Chach has made sure Dilly's getting into bed. She's not going to give him, like, drugs and then leave him. That would be, like, a <laughs> rude. Yeah. She's going to be, like, a good Sherpa for his trip. <laughs> so does Nick's resume watch or? Oh, Yeah. She kind of side-eyes Vlad and then just takes her spot back. Vlad kind of goes back to sleep, and the rest of the night passes mostly uneventfully. There's a little bit more, like, sound of animals in the brush, almost like they're coming out after hiding from a predator. And the next morning, race leads you guys further. You travel another couple days before you reach a part of the cliff face that looks relatively unremarkable. And then... Race goes over and says, I wouldn't have spotted it, but, you know, I knew it was somewhere around here, and I scanned, and I found this. And he presses in on a piece of the rock that looks like any other rock, and then the rock begins opening, revealing an entrance made of smooth synth behind it. And then lights begin to click on in succession, leading down into these ruins. Holy shit. Hmm. Scanned, you say? Yeah, it's one of my favorite techniques. Dilly gets a little sad. Back of the group. All right, so uh, me first, or like? Lots of no time like the present. Let's head down. Nick's heads down. Okay. So you follow this path down, and it leads down for a while. You guys are walking down this singular path for about 45 minutes before you reach this sort of weird, like, triangular-shaped junction 
where there are two doors, one to the right and one to the left. And Ray says, this is as far as I made it before I knew I should come back and report in. To the right? Yes. Yes. Who's going through the right door? Next, I'll open it up. Okay. So you open up the door and see a corridor heading down. Quick vibe check on Vlad. Is is Vlad leading this expedition or is he kind of like watching us do our thing? Give me an insight roll of 15. Three little effort, bring that down. Oh, that's three anyway, so. Yeah, you're not sure. You're not sure why he's letting you guys make decisions. So just a corridor? Yeah, there's this corridor that leads down for about another 15 minutes before it reaches another junction with doors to forward, to the left, and to the right. And there's nothing to, like, examine or... It appears to be smooth synth walls so far. Did Chacha use all of the glow ink? Probably not. No, we'll say no. Okay. So, Nix will mark the outside of the right side door with glow ink and then open it up. Okay, cool. Okay, so you see a column in the center of this room. Almost looks like it's made out of ice, but it doesn't give off any sort of cold sensation. Like, when you look at it, Nix, it doesn't register as cold. It just registers in as the same as the rest of the room. It does display some odd symbols on it that none of you recognize. And there are three doors along the right-hand side of the room. Better check it out, guys. We're looking for dangerous stuff, so, like, I guess we gotta make sure this stuff ain't dangerous. So, throw something at the column? Um, I mean... It's either that or I touch Or it. we can, like, get a scan, you know? Or he says, oh, I could do that. And he scans it. He says, oh, this is interesting. It's... I don't entirely understand it, but it seems to be connected to some sort of io-infusion. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Does io-infusion mean anything to Dilly? You suspect that it could be used to either replenish the io of a cipher, <laughs> or potentially with the right structure, like create a new cipher if you had the right design. Interesting. I'd like to try something real quick if everyone's cool with it. And Dilly kind of looks around at everyone, but kind of like holds his gaze on Vlad for like a half second. Vlad just kind of nods at you. Cool. And then I guess Dilly is going to hold up the busted uh, projector cipher and see if he can get that to replenish. So there is a bright flash of light as it comes within proximity of it. And that cipher now appears to be fully functional again. Holy shit. Interesting. I got one more thing I want to try. <laughs> and Dill is going to pull out busted metal mind that he picked up from the automaton's body and see if that will fix it somewhat. I'm not expecting it to, like, mend it physically, but... There's a flash, and diodes on the metal mind begin lighting up. Oh, cool. All right, I'm going to save that for later. This is a good room. I like this room. Did Nyx retain the reset cipher? Nope. It disappeared? Okay. <laughs> oh, Dan knew. Dan knew. Dan knew. Mm -hmm. I don't think if Trash has anything to do it. You have to be sneaky. Oh, I, yeah. I'm so sneaky. <laughs> oh, question. Mm -hmm. What happens? Chacha's gonna stick that azure jewel she got from Bastion in it. Ooh. Oh, shit. Okay, so you do that. The azure jewel begins to light up, like, brightly. Brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And at this point, I'll offer Chacha an XP. Yes. <laughs> Will you give the other one to? Golly gee willikers, Batman. Who's feeling feisty on XP? Um, I got my I got enough for my first advancement within tier three. I've had two advancements in tier three, so I'm good. Okay. And uh, I will give it this. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. Nyx is the weak one, no. Cha-cha, you hear a scream. The rest of you just see this light. But Chacha, you hear a scream. And then you see, pounding on the inside of this crystal, desperate to try to get out, is Bastion. And that's where we'll end this episode. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, fuck. Oh, no! So, Stace, something about this episode. 
Ooh, I gotta say that how creative Dilly was during combat was really, mm-hmm. really cool. And and Cha Cha with the tiger illusions and the fireworks. And Daniel really liked that you let it play out into like an actual effect in the sense that it's helped scare the five eyed hippo. That's what I'm imagining away. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I, I like that. Yeah. Very cool. I like that combat too. I love the way that Dilly and Cha Cha solve for it, especially since it's a it's a rough contender. Yes. In case you guys are curious, I'll I'll let you know that it's a null cat is what it is. A cat? We heard a cat? No. No, it's not <laughs> not exactly like a cat. In the same way the kissing fawn kisses you, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't kiss us? Uh, it's a bad kiss. Yeah, so null cats are rough. Like they every round you could have a artifact deplete and anytime it hits you if you don't succeed in intellect defense, you lose a cipher. And incidentally, whenever you lose a cipher or an artifact, it gains five hit points. Jesus. Uh, bad cat. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you guys a picture. Oh, a null cat. Like null like zero. I thought it was like a null cat, because you know how gnolls no- are like dog type creature. Yeah. Ooh. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something we think you would really dig. This week it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners next XP to check out? I would give them an XP to read a book I recently finished, and it was one of the most fun books I've read in a good long while. It's called The Lies of Locke Lamora. <gasps> yes! Great book. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad people have heard about it, because I no one talks about this book, and I don't know why, because it's, it's just a fucking blast. But basically what it is, it is it's set in a fantasy setting, but it follows, like, just a, it, it follows a thieving crew who are just a bunch of like normal dudes. Like they don't shoot magic or anything. They're just mm-hmm. normal, everyday criminals. And part of what I love about that is that it follows just these normal schmoes while some magic's happening somewhere. And I'm sure there's a system for it, but mm. who fucking cares? We're here for rogues and rogues only. Mm-hmm. And this book is so much fun. It follows the thieving crew and it gets the one thing right about thieving crews where like, the interparty banter is so sassy, but also very wholesome. Like they razz each other, but they do it with love and it's phenomenal. They also like encounter a bunch of bullshit that they have to like improv off of like on the job stuff. And then at least for this first book, cause it's a uh, whole series. This first book escalates so drastically. It starts out as like fantasy oceans 11 and that's a lot of fun but then it goes to like fantasy godfather and then up to like fantasy count of monte cristo and i'm just like how am i only 60 percent of the way through the book how what what more can it do and it's it's so much fun what can i say about it without spoiling it i feel like a big part of the fun of the book is all of the twists and turns main guy's name is Locke lamora he is the ultimate liar he is the head of a group called the Gentleman Bastards, also a great name. Takes place in fantasy Venice, basically. And it's it's so much fun. It's it's so Italian too, like and shamelessly so. It's guys, this is just a fun fucking book. Go read it. Worth your time. Lies of Lacklemore by Scott Lynch, I should mention. A great series. It's also a very good standalone book, I would argue, in case you don't want to get into a series. Just read the first one. You'll do fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, if people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think of Lies of Locke Lamora or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? They can find us all of our stuff starting at floorswanted.fm. That is our website. From there, they can find all our socials, such as Twitter, where we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. If you want to just hang out, talk with us directly, we are pretty active on our Discord, where links of, of which you can find at explorerswanted.fm slash discord and if what we've done here today in your ears is worth monetary value to you you can support us at patreon.com slash explorerswanted yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear that whisper listeners that's your conscience <laughs> listen to it <laughs> if it's within your means obviously always for sure for sure but listen to your conscience And honestly, if you like the show, the best thing that you could do for us to support us is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it. 
The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. Those three make a huge difference in people trying out the show and seeing what it is. Like a five-star review is good, but like a, a written review along with that makes a huge difference for people trying it out and seeing if it's the right thing for them. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh. Well, I hope that you understand that your dreams have teeth. They gnash and grind in the dark of your mind during the waking hours, growling at the cramped space within your skull. But when you sleep, then they can stretch and lope, and their playground encompasses whole worlds as your brain steeps in the chemical cocktail of unconsciousness. You see, like any predator, your dreams need space to move and time to hunt. So get your rest and let them roam, or else they'll have no choice but to chew their way out. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. If you were to make out with the Corinthian from the Sandman series, which mouth would you kiss? I'm at Slam Potato. <laughs> <laughs> that warning really reminded me of the movie Teeth for some reason. You can find me at Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with a Unicorn on Twitch. Everybody remembers the movie Teeth, right? I'm never going to watch it. You know, nope. With nope. Teeth in the hoo-ha. Uh, I have heard, <laughs> yes, legends and tales. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. So anyway, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Bye. bye.